0: Well, hello and welcome once again to Beat the Reset. My name is Tim and I am the guy in the hat. And today I wanted to talk about the topic, what to do when people won't listen. And I wanted to give you my perspective on it because on my channel, I have a lot of people who write to me saying, I've spoken to my family and I've spoken to my friends and they simply won't listen. Even couples that are in relationships are on completely different pages in some situations. Often you'll get perhaps the husband that is completely bought and sold by the derivatives market and real estate and the partner, the wife, will be uh, looking at precious metals and commodities and looking into out-of-system assets. And the question I often get is, in this particular situation, is who is right in this particular situation? And again, I'm going to give you my perspective because it's a debatable topic. Uh, and I had an interesting question the other day. Somebody said to me, "What? What if you're wrong, guy in the hat? What? What happens?" Well, I want to just address that, and then I'm going to get into uh, talking about what to do when people won't listen. If I'm wrong with all of my strategies to do with parking your wealth in a commodity, you will simply do very well over time. That's if I'm wrong, because of course, gold increases steadily on an average of about 10% year on year. It's going to keep doing that and it will always do that. Uh, But if I'm right, the middle class will be a wipeout. And that's really what's the sad part for me. And I don't want to see that for my fellow man. And that's why I bring a channel like Beat the Reset to social media. And it's challenging for chal- uh, for channels like Beat the Reset to survive on social media, because there's a lot that I talk about that, uh, of course, uh, there are certain vested interests that uh, don't want you to know. Um, however, I wrote a couple of books uh, on the topic of what is money, of course, and what isn't, and a more recent book called The Great Asset Shift, which you can purchase. And the book is talking about how your ancestors successfully lost the lot And uh, probably all the discussions that were never had that needed to be had. Probably, uh, again, getting back to the topic of, of this particular podcast, and that is, you know, people that just won't listen or people that are being advised, but they're so bought and sold by the system. So I guess let's just start here with why won't people listen? And what you've got to understand, there are two fundamental reasons why people don't listen. When you're standing there trying to explain perhaps it's to do with a pandemic, perhaps it's to do with climate change, perhaps it's to do with gender equality, perhaps it's to do with the incoming digital system and the monetary system, or whatever point of view you're trying to get across. But there's fundamentally, in my experience, there's only really two things that drive human behaviour in this area. One of them is naivety, and the other one is fear. So what do I mean by those two things? Well, naivety essentially is brought about by people's inability to do research and to gather knowledge. Now, the resources are there if you know where to look and you know how to research – Uh, When you are researching, of course, you've got to have a certain level of discernment, otherwise you're just going to end up reading propaganda, and that's going to lead you, of course, not only to the total sum of nowhere, but completely off the beaten track. So you've got to have a level of discernment. You have to build a knowledge base of your own. You have to build a community around you with knowledge that have a similar knowledge base to you. Um, even though some topics are still largely uh, debatable. I mean, for example, if we pick the alien invasion that everybody talks about, you know, is it really going to happen? You know, we hear all these strange sort of, uh, you know, is a meteorite going to hit the Earth? You know, we don't have any real information on that. I mean, you can get certain points of view, but again, how credible are those points of view? You can go on to bit shoot and rumble and hear all sorts of, Uh, points of view. But again, naivety is not just an inability to do research. Naivety is an inability to be discerning. In other words, you are just simply looking at propaganda. And if you have a look at TikTok and you have a look at the mainstream media, they are wall-to-wall propaganda. And the problem with that is that There's a lot of people out there, and they might be your family and your friends, who believe they're doing really good research by listening to Channel 7 and really good research by listening to the ABC. But in reality, what they're doing is because there's no discernment and it's only really one point of view, and most of which I believe is propaganda, what they have an inability to do is understand what they're looking at. So they're just regurgitating whatever they're told. And of course, as we know, TV programming, TV programs. That's the, the point here. They're programming the, uh, the people. So you only ever get one side of the story, of course, because the media is funded by the very, very um, machines that operate and run this planet. So again, it's not just the fact that people are not researching, they have to be researching in the right areas uh, with the right kind of intent Uh, in my opinion. So the other one, of course, is fear. Now, fear is one of the greatest um, tragedies for mankind, in my opinion. I don't believe we were born on this planet to be fearful of much, to be terribly honest. But somehow we live in enormous fear, which causes stress responses, um, health health problems, relationship problems. So much uh, is broken as a result of fear. And fear, again, for me, is an inability to comprehend your surroundings and to understand in order to, be, um, in order to be invigorated or motivated or inspired or empowered, that's the word I'm looking for, you really need to be educated. These two things largely go hand in hand. Your research and your knowledge base will determine how fearful you are. Now, of course, going back to mainstream media, if you just were that kind of person that just sat there looking at the TV or listening to your local commercial radio station Uh, or reading even mainstream newspapers, what you're going to get is one side of a propaganda argument, and that isn't the story. You know, there's an old saying that there are essentially three sides to every story. There's there's your side, there's my side, and then there's the truth. But you've got to be discerning. And once again, if you have friends and family that believe they're doing hard research by reading the age newspaper or the Herald Sun – uh, or by watching the Channel 7 news what they are going to be doing is they're going to be coming le- they're going to become less discerning and they're going to be buying into the narrative they're going to watch and believe everything they see that is just most of which is propaganda there's no question in my mind that nearly every single thing especially during war times that you see most of it is to do with propaganda and the reason is is because we live in a central bank world and most of what we see is not sold to us as anything to do with central banks. Most of it is sold to us as, you know, take our side because of some emotive cause like uh, racism or, you know, gender equality. There's usually some kind of really humane motive behind most propaganda. Usually children are a good one. There, they, they bring in the uh, propaganda to do with the children, the propaganda to do with um, all sorts of again, a motive topic, topics. So I don't want to go into this too deep. So, and again, this creates an element of fear. So these two go hand in hand. So if you get the wrong kind of research, you end up very, very fearful. Um, however, I look at it from my perspective and essentially I spend a lot of my time researching and, and being very, very discerning. Working out uh, historically is a good way to look at things. What has happened historically? Has this ever happened before? Um, could it happen again? What was the result the last time? And if you see a pattern, then you need to apply that pattern. Uh, Much of our existence is about patterns and cycles. Uh, If you see that every single time there's been a reset, that the middle class has been largely wiped out, then there's a fair chance that you can guess that on the very next reset we're probably going to get wiped out unless of course you do something different to the mainstream narrative which is where channels like beat the reset come into this channels like beat the reset uh spend their time talking about how to move away from the central bank system because largely that is problematic now the question is how do you get this point across to friends and family who are just standing there with their arms crossed like petulant children looking at you like you are making all of this up well, as a public speaker and somebody who's on social media extensively these days, one of the key ways to have a discussion is not to rant at somebody. There's no point you sitting around the table with your friends and family and starting to rant at them. That will never, ever work. What you have to do is promote healthy discussion and sometimes what I find the best way to do that is well first of all my advice is don't do it <laughs> it's too difficult I mean if if I was to be totally honest with you all I would say don't even bother trying to educate your fellow man uh, because for the most part they, they are not going to take kindly if they're if and what I mean by that when I say don't try to educate your fellow man what I'm saying is if they're heavily entrenched in the mainstream media and uh, essentially following the party line and doing everything and complying with with government and so on, there's going to be very little chance that you're going to make any sense to these people. This is going to be a long process at best. However, that would be my first port of call is don't even bother. But my if you are going to make an attempt, here's what I suggest you do. Rather than rant at somebody, ask them lots of questions. There is nothing will will win a debate like asking questions. And the problem for uh, people in this space who have who have become awakened or woken up, if you like, is it's, it's quite invigorating once you, you become awake because you just want to tell the world what you've discovered. You want to run out there and tell them, hey, look what I found. Did you know this is going to happen? Did you? But they're not at the same point as you. They're somewhere else. They are dealing with their stresses and their fears. They don't hear what you're saying and all you sound like is some kind of crazy conspiracy theorist, which I've been called more times than I've had hot dinners. So the, the way you can avoid all of that is you can just ask lots of questions. For example, one of the big questions that I ask when I start my talks is, hands up here in the audience those people that inherited an estate. Now, it's funny, whenever I ask that question, so if you were born into, when you were born into this world, hands up those people that inherited an estate from their mums and dads. In, most of the time, not a single hand goes up in the room. But if I ask a different question, and I say, how many of you people would like to leave an estate for your children? Every hand in the room goes up because that's, of course, what we are here to do. We are trying to make this place a better a world for our children and our grandchildren. So by asking that question, rather than ranting at somebody, I generally get no hands go up and I say to people, why? So there are no hands in this room that went up to that question. You didn't inherit an estate. So what I want you to do is I want you to analyse why why didn't you inherit inherit an estate? If this fiat currency and real estate is what we're all here and meant to do and your ancestors did what you did and they paid off property and they paid... Why were you born with virtually nothing? And why is it that you want to die leaving everything to your children? And it was the same for your ancestors. They too inherited nothing, but they too wanted to leave something to their grandchildren. But of course, we didn't... none of us received anything. Now, by asking that sort of question to somebody that's asleep what will happen is they, the clock and the, uh, the mouse on the wheel will start to turn and they will realise that, um, well, yes, that's a very interesting question indeed. And that's where you can start your conversation. And of course, this is a really, really interesting way to do it. And of course, the other big Problem for the masses is the way the system is designed. The the system we live in is a Carnegie slash Rockefeller system, which has been around since 1911. And essentially, this Carnegie Rockefeller system annexed the education system and completely altered the uh, the curriculums to keep you away from certain subjects and ideologies. And unfortunately, many many people uh, in the middle class, in fact, most of the middle class, has been to school at some point, regardless whether it is private or public. There is still a curriculum that needs to be taught. So part of our problem here, and a big part of our problem, is our education system is not designed to teach people about money. It's designed to teach them about currency. It's designed to keep people, teach people how to get a job, how, how to keep people in debt and enslaved for the entire period of their life, right up until and dare I say it, my most hated word, retirement. I don't understand why humans retire. I mean, if you have a look at racehorses and racehorses, what do you do with a racehorse that retires? You take them out to the back paddock, you put a blanket on it, it gets it turns to skin and bones, and then you take it down to the knackery when it's finished. So so this is this is what you're taught. And and because we're indoctrinated in that way, we teach our children the same the same kind of mantra. And it is not healthy for the, uh, the prosperity of mankind. So channels like Beat the Reset, of course, take you back hundreds of years, maybe thousands of years to the monetary system before we were completely brainwashed and before we had it completely taken away from us. So you've got to understand that when you're talking to people and friends and family that appear to be fast asleep, it's not necessarily their fault. They are just simply products of the system and they haven't awoken yet. They may never awaken and sometimes what you have to do is just say, okay, well if I'm going to get into precious metals or commodities or cryptos, I will just add a little bit more into my stash so that I can protect my friends and family. They clearly don't know what's coming. And again, these these this coming reset is going to be a wipeout. It's a total wipeout for anybody that's invested in fiat currency remunerated assets. That is my opinion. I see the implosion of the, uh, the quadrillion dollar derivatives market basically taking out most of the middle classes around the world. So all we can do is uh, be there for them and uh, again, once you understand these few points that I've made in this video, that it's naivety, it's fear, it's the education system, it's the, the mainstream media, that's what you're up against. Remember, ask questions and don't expect an outcome. That's the other thing. Just be there to, to guide them. That's really all I want to say. So that's it for me, the guy in the hat. Once again, if you are looking to purchase either of my books, I have a book called Things We Were Never Told About Money. It's available on beatthereset.com.au. I have my new book, The Great Asset Shift, talking about. 250 years of asset removal of the common man. That's also available on my website. You can purchase those directly. I will sign the books. I will put in some bookmarks for you and I'll get them across to you. So that's it for me, the guy in the hat. And once again, I hope you're making great choices. Uh, And as I always say, make good choices.